Hubhopper Originals. To start your podcast for free, log on to studio.hubhopper.com. Great to have you back on yet another episode of the Hubhopper Original, Storytime with Sohali Khan, powered by Juggernaut Books. Every week I tell you a new story, and so far we've read stories about Let's see if you remember. Watermelon, Upma, and Christmas. We've been on many adventures together, but this week I'm a little scared about what's next. You see, in this story, 11-year-old Richa has moved with her family from Delhi to a big house on the outskirts of a small town. There are big trees in her new garden, a huge lawn, and lots of space to play. But she's all alone without any friends. Or maybe not. There's a scary twist in the story, and if you're spooked out by ghosts, maybe skip this one. Okay, now let's find out what's happening with Richa. The Girl in the Garden is an extract from Friendship Stories, published by Scholastic India and written by Deepa Agarwal. Richa sat on the stone bench in the garden. looking up at the house she had really liked it when they first came here 2 months ago after staying in a cramped flat in delhi it was heavenly to live in an airy bungalow with a sloping roof to have a big room all to herself with a wide window which looked out onto miles and miles of greenery and to have a garden in which she could run and play as much as she wanted it was full of flowers she could pick too bunches and bunches of them We have four huge mango trees, seven guava trees, and I don't know how many papaya and banana trees. She had written to her best friend Kavya, who was 11 years old like herself. She'll think I'm bragging, she thought with a smile. But Richa wasn't smiling today. Her small round mouth drooped, and her wide smooth forehead was crumpled in a frown. Even her springy wavy hair seemed to hang limp and lank. The place was so green, so beautiful, especially today after the sudden quick shower that had sprinkled all the leaves with dewy drops. But so lonely. There was no one to talk to or play with here. The houses in this area, which was a little away from the main town, were far and few. The new friends she'd made in school couldn't visit her because of the distance. How she missed Kavya. Richa let out a long, mournful sigh. I wish we could go back to Delhi she thought Suddenly the leaves rustled in the tall bush behind her Ooh she gasped as a shower of raindrops rained on her She blinked and licked a drop off her lip But it wasn't raining anymore Of course someone had shaken the raindrops off the bush behind her But who Bewildered she turned around Strange There was no one to be seen. Then she heard a giggle. <laughs> Who's that? she cried, jumping up. Furiously she searched the bush, parted all the branches, shook them. She even went and looked behind it. But she couldn't find anyone. She didn't hear any footsteps either or catch a glimpse of someone running away. It was as if the trickster had vanished into thin air. Silly, she said loudly. How childish and idiotic. Hm. 
Then she waited, holding her breath. The person might move, make a sound, give themselves away. But nothing happened. There was only a stillness, as if someone were holding their breath too, just like her. Then it came, peals and peals of tinkling laughter, as if that someone couldn't hold out any longer. Got you! Richa cried, dashing towards the bush. She was convinced that the sound came from there, but her foot slipped on a slimy patch and she came down with a hard bump. She heard more laughter now. Red-faced, wild, she got to her feet. Get lost, she yelled out, whoever you are, and don't you dare come here again. The laughter stopped at once, so suddenly that the silence rang in Richa's ears. And all at once, she got the feeling that the person, whoever it was, had left. The air felt vacant and empty now, while before it had felt full, somehow. What on earth have you been doing? Her mother cried out when she went in. Her jeans were all muddy, her face scratched. Mrs. Malotra was there as usual, having tea with her mother on the veranda. An older lady with her grey hair in a bun, she lived in the house next to theirs. Nothing. Richa said sulkily. I just fell. Go and change, her mother said with a sigh. As she walked away, Richa heard her tell Mrs. Malotra. She has no company at all here. I wonder if we should take a house closer to town. Well, there was someone in the garden today, Richa thought, smiling now. It sounded like a girl. And she had to be living close by. Surely Mrs. Malotra would know. But hadn't she said there were no children in the neighbourhood? I'll find out, Richard thought. I'll get that prankster. The next afternoon, she deliberately went and sat on the stone bench again, though it was warm and sultry. She had the feeling that the girl would show up, and today she wouldn't let her get away. She waited and waited, sweating, with the bees buzzing around her. She was about to get up and go, when there was a rustle in the bushes, and a shower of well, flowers today. Sweet-smelling Bela flowers. Stop that, she cried. Stop plucking our flowers and wasting them like that. They're not your flowers, was the reply. The voice sounded faint and distant for some reason. They're not from your garden. Richard didn't know what to say then. The voice was right. There were no Bela bushes in their garden. Her mother had asked the Mali to put one in, as a matter of fact. He'd seemed reluctant. They never survive in this garden, he'd said. And I've been working here for a long time. Well, try again, her mother had said. Like Richa, she was not one to give up easily. So she'd brought a plant herself and made him put it in. But it was not flowering as yet. All right, Richa said finally. Will you stop acting silly and come out from wherever you're hiding? And suppose I don't want to, the voice said. It was slightly louder now. Why? Are you scared? Richa shot back. There was something odd, something different about the way the girl spoke. What? Me? Scared? Her voice was really loud now. She sounded indignant. I'll come out when I feel like, and not because you're telling me to. All right, Richa sighed. Have it your own way. But you're a real bore. We could have such fun together. 
There was a long silence, as if she were thinking. Richa waited, biting her nails. All right, she said finally. I'll come out. But close your eyes and open them only when I tell you to. You really are full of tricks, Richa thought. Okay, she said aloud, and she closed her eyes tight and waited. This is stupid, she thought. I'm sure she's run off, leaving me sitting here like a fool. But the silence was so complete that it didn't seem possible anyone could be breathing, leave alone running. Open your eyes, she heard. Richa blinked. Then she saw the girl. She was tall, much taller than her. She had two long plaits and wore a rather odd-looking dress. It was silky with puffy sleeves and reached way below her knees. Is this why she wanted to hide? Richa thought, because she's dressed so funnily. But the girl started giggling in such a delighted way that Richa felt she must be wrong. It must have been her love of mischief because she really seemed like a prankster, if there ever was one. Are you a girl or a boy? She asked Richa bluntly. Richa was flabbergasted. Do I look like a boy? She spluttered. Look at my hair. Why are you wearing pants then? Was the reply. Oh, come on. Stop being silly. Surely you've seen girls in pants before. Richa was bewildered, a little uneasy. Was she that backward? The girl frowned, then shrugged. What's your name? She asked, changing the topic. Richa, what's yours? Bela, replied the girl. Bela? Richa felt confused for a moment, as if something about the name should ring a bell. Do you stay close by? She asked. Hmm, yes. The girl looked away. Come on, she said. Let me show you something. She raced off down the gravel path right to the end of the garden, where there was an old, disused well. A little surprised, Richa followed. A cover had been put on top of it for safety. Richa had heard that someone had fallen into it long ago. She had been here before. There was a clump of trees which shaded the well. Richa didn't like the place much. There was something mysterious about it, something unpleasant and scary. Bella knows the place well, though, she thought. Why didn't Mrs. Manotra tell me about her? Bella had already swarmed up one of the trees, a tall one with slender branches. Richard didn't know its name. Come on up, she cried. No, said Richard. I'm not very good at climbing trees. Actually, the only tree in the garden she could climb was a huge old mango tree with a low, thick branch. She loved to sit on that, though. Darpok, Bela cried. She scrambled down. Suddenly, she darted off again, while Richard, who wasn't a very fast runner, huffed behind her. Stop, stop! Bela, where are you? She cried. She couldn't see her anymore. They were in sight of the house now. She could see her mother in the veranda. Richa, she called out. It's time to drink your milk. Richa stopped. She looked around again. But Bela had vanished. Why does Bela get so shy? 
Why does she run and hide? Where does she go? Or is there something else up with Bela? If I were Richa, I'd be very upset. What will Richa do now? Will she go looking for Bela? We'll find out in the next episode. You're listening to The Girl in the Garden, written by Deepa Agarwal. It's an extract from Friendship Stories, published by Scholastic India.